Welcome to the Revival Center Podcast, where you can hear the latest messages and thoughts from our church. We hope you are encouraged and blessed by today's message. Everybody, welcome back to the Revival Center podcast. We're so glad to have you joining us here today. And if this is your first time, welcome. We're so glad to have you joining us. Make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. That way you can keep up to date whenever we come out with new content, whether that be like today on our Revival Talks or whether it be some of our sermons. That is the best way that you can keep up to date with what's going on here at the Revival Center podcast. And lately we've been having such a a a wonderful time here on the podcast. We had several missionaries come on. Uh, Of course, we have hit February into the Valentine season. I had the pleasure of being on with my wonderful wife um, last week, where we talked about communication in marriage and just, um, you know, how do we communicate? How do we talk and and really have a a good relationship and marriage and communication and so i think that was a fun podcast at least for me Um, i always love uh, spending some time talking with my wife and you know we just had valentine's day um, this past monday and um, uh, pastor brandy here at the church she always calls it a hallmark day um, because she says that it's just made for people to buy hallmark cards and everything and um, there is some truth to that, obviously, of Valentine's Day. Uh, I saw kind of a, a funny meme that, you know, I, I was, uh, because, of course, St. Valentine was a, a Christian, um, and he was persecuted and martyred. And uh, Valentine's Day originally was commemorating his death and his uh, martyrdom. And, um, and so it kind of got, you know, as over the years, things got interspersed. And so basically what started out as a um, celebration, I guess you could say, or an honoring of a martyr turned into a day we get flowers and chocolates. And so it was like you celebrate my death by buying chocolates and getting roses. Um, you know, I guess the, the span of time just goes on, right? But today... Um, you know, as we're in this attitude, I guess you could say, of love. <laughs> Everywhere you look, you have balloons with love or flowers that say, you know, I love you. And um, and, and obviously that's appropriate. We, we're talking about spouses and we're talking about loved ones. And, uh, you know, but I, I wanted to kind of, we're going to do like a, just a little short devotion today. And I kind of wanted to do a little different approach. Um, not so much from the circumstance and the approach of, of romantic love, of love um, from the sense of, of between one spouse or between girlfriend and boyfriend, but more so the love that should be found among believers in Jesus Christ. And... I think this is this is so important, especially when we're, when we're talking about loving one another, when we're talking about caring for one another, when we are looking at how our lives should be marked with love. Um, 
it's not just simply for that spouse. It's for it's for our brothers and sisters in Christ as well. Now, there are some limitations of language here because obviously love is is the one word that we use in English to kind of describe all types of caring relationships. I mean, nobody um, would ever think that you love your grandmother the same way you love your spouse or that you love your best friend the same way you love your mom. Obviously, there are complexities to this, and it's a lot easier to see in the Greek language where there are are many, many words for love. There's agape, there's Philea, there's eros, there's storge. There, there, see, so there are multiple words. We just translate them as love, um, but they have different, different contexts and they have different um, ways in which they're used. Um, it's not necessarily, you're not going to say that you romantically love your best friend. And so, obviously, you're going to say, you know, that you brotherly love your best friend. And, you know, the, the deep kind of love that Jesus many times talks about is agape. This, this love, and this is the love that many times is the way that the love of God toward us is described as agape love. This kind of deep, this love that is without, you know, you don't have, well, I love you if. No, it's just this deep, pure love. And interestingly enough, that word agape is the same word that Jesus uses in John chapter 13 when talking about the hallmarks of followers of Jesus. And um I'm not going to read verse 34, but in verse 34, right before this, he says that this is a new command that he gives, that we should love one another. So Jesus is giving his disciples this command. But then in verse 35, I'm going to read it. I'm using the ESV version. It says, By this all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Wow, that's that's powerful. So Jesus is, is saying that the distinction between Jesus' disciples and everyone else is their love for one another. That that's how you will know who the disciples are. And I think that is that is just so incredible because when you look at so many things, he could have said, they know you're my disciples by how much you give the missions or how much you, you tithe, if you give your tithe, or if you show up to church all the time, or if you memorize the Torah, or, you know, he could have said so many things right there. But in all reality, he says that you would know them by your love. Now, that doesn't mean that obviously we don't do the other things. You know, they're not exclusive to each other. But that the main hallmark of Christians and disciples of Jesus Christ is love for one another. And here he uses that word. He uses agape. And when I look at this, when I boil it down... 
the question I have for us today is, are we truly loving our brothers and sisters in Christ, loving others around us with that deep, unconditional love, with that deep, caring love? And I think sometimes if we're honest, we can say, well, yeah, sometimes. But in reality, that should be what marks our lives. And I, I know I, I can say this, I'm thankful for Revival Center and, and this church because we have, to me, I think, and I don't say this because I'm including myself in this, but I'm saying this for all the other people and the people that I know here, that we have a loving church, people who legitimately and genuinely care for you. But the thing is, is, is that doesn't necessarily mark the entirety of the body of Christ. I mean, one look on social media can see that. We have divisions in so many different areas of our life, of our society, even within the church, big church in terms of, you know, the the universal church. People dividing on things that aren't even necessarily important, right? I mean, they're, they're obviously, when you're looking at the church, there are obviously things that if, you know, if one person says something that is scriptural and somebody says, well, I don't believe that, then obviously there's going to be division there, and rightly so, because we want to side with the Word of God. But over small things, that we have left this command of love for the sake of many things, for our own fulfillment, for our own personal desires, for our desire to of, of self rather than others. And so today, I just want you, the listener, just to to think and sit and and just ask the question, am I loving my brother and sister well? And be honest with yourself. You know, I think many times if if I'm talking about my own personal life or, you know, in, in general speaking for everyone... I think sometimes we don't ask the hard questions because we don't necessarily want to hear the correct or the true tough answer. And sometimes we need to do that evaluation of, okay, am am I loving one another? Not am I loving my neighbor better than this person who I know does not love their neighbor well. I mean, that's easy, you know. But am I truly, deeply loving my neighbor? Am I going out of my way to care for those around me? Because if there's one thing that this world is missing, it is true, genuine love for one another. It is true caring. I mean, we see, like I said earlier, division everywhere. And if we in the church are in the same type of divisiveness, if it's divisive here, if it's contentious, if we aren't loving one another, then what 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 does the world have if they came here to see if we're not loving, then why would they think that we have something different? You see, because that's the Christian distinctive, is that through the gospel of Jesus Christ, through the saving of our souls, the sanctification of our lives, that Christ makes us loving even when 
we are sinful. And the Lord works on us and changes us and molds us and makes us into people who love and care. And like I said, I think I think personally, speaking for our church, I think we do well. But I don't think it's ever something that we need to take for granted. You know, it's not something that we need to just say, oh, we've got that down. But always say, man, how can I love my neighbor even more? And obviously, when we're looking at Valentine's Day, this applies to spouses, this applies to children, this applies to parents, this applies to everyone. Because, like Jesus said, by this you'll know that you're my disciples, by your love for one another. So I pray that you're blessed this week as you go through. I just want to do this quick short, this quick little devotional. Um, you know, just to, just to think about it. Think about what love means in the body of Christ and why it is so very important. You know, I think of the most impact on my life in church. And, and yes, yes, I would say sermons obviously um, have impacted my life. I, I would say that there have been, you know, worshiping the Lord is obviously something I love to do. And, and there have been times in worship where the presence of God is real and palpable. And there have been times in prayer and in altar times. But I think also when I look back on my life, and I mean, I'm not exactly... <laughs> I'm not exactly pulling from a wealth of experience. I'm still very young. But even in my, my short life, when I look back to, let's say, when I was young, growing up in church, some of the most impactful moments for me are the love, it, well, it is the love and are the times in which I received genuine, pure love and care from people in my church. I can think of, I mean, I'm thinking of people right now of, of Miss Margaret Tyndall and Mile, you know, ladies of the church, matriarchs of the church, if you will, that their life was marked by love and care and when you saw them, they had a smile on their face and they gave you a hug and you knew they were praying for you. And, and that was that's the mark of the body of Christ. That's the mark of a disciple of Christ. That there was no doubt in my mind that they loved me. And think about that. Me, like, I mean, both of them have been in heaven for you know years now. But my life is still marked by that. Still marked by that. Of You're looking back, you know, in, in some cases 20 years, you know, 18 years or more. Just memories. Now, I, I want you to think, what young person, or even if they're older, it doesn't matter, 20 years from now, will be thinking, man, when that person cared for me and loved me, I knew that they were a lover of God. And because they loved me, I also felt God's love. 
Don't sell yourself short today. When we talk about impacting people's lives, you can impact people's lives through love and care, especially in the body of Christ. So be blessed this week. Uh, we're going to have some new things coming up, of course, every single week. Um, if this if this spoke to you, if this is something that maybe you know somebody would need to hear, or you know maybe uh, if this just encouraged you generally, make sure you share. Make sure you share this. Um, you know we we uh, would love to grow the podcast, and you know it's not something that we um, want to do just for the sake of growth, but we we really believe that we want to up uplift, build the body of Christ, encourage. We have, uh, you know, we have stories. We have so many things. We have these devotions. We just want to resource the body of Christ. And um, the best way that people hear about it is through you guys, through the listeners, through you sharing and, uh, and recommending the podcast. So we thank you for doing that and we appreciate it. We thank you always, always for listening and we will see you next time.